0: Welcome to episode one of Thinking Out Loud. If you found this podcast, then you've had to go searching for it because it's brand new, like I said in the little opener, my cold opening. But after careful consideration, I thought I wanted to start a podcast and I didn't know what to do. So I thought, you know what, I'll just do my Thinking Out Loud bit and see how it goes. A little bit about me, I've been a funeral director for 35 years. This podcast won't be all about that, but I'm sure from time to time it'll work its way in because it's kind of what I do. I've also sat on government boards and I've done that for about 20 years. I've been president of associations and been part of other associations and all those things ran parallel to my career. I've had a very interesting life in terms of my job. Certainly being involved in funeral services is a different job every day. And it's a rewarding one. But like I say, I don't want to make this all about that. When I got thinking about doing the podcast, I was like, heck yeah. Every day I get in my car and I drive from small town of Renfrew, Ontario down to Ottawa... And I was tired of listening to music all the time or just talk radio. So I started going through the different podcasts that were out there. And I found some amazing things like I could find stuff on business or self-improvement, general news and politics, different views of things. There's some great business people who give advice and it's free. They've started their own podcast. Not really sure too many people are going to want my advice, but it's free. And you know what they say, you get what you pay for sometimes. But I probably have some guests on from time to time. We'll talk about things. Like I say, it'll relate more to what's going on in the world or what's going on with me. And it might get down to the nitty gritty world of funeral services, but heck, not everybody wants to hear about that. The reason that this all came about, though, is kind of interesting, I think. I was at the office one day, and one of my colleagues was talking about how she was going to start her own podcast. I had lots of questions because I'm an inquisitive kind of person. And I realized that this young lady is quite the entrepreneur. She started a little business called Be Your Own Biggest Asset, and you can probably find her podcast and give that a listen to as well. But she's also involved with Monet, a company that provides hair products and skincare products, and she's done very well by that. And all of this is in like the first 21 years. She's graduated from high school, obviously, and gone on and done college. And while she's been working with me, or with us, I should say, where I work, she's managed to take another online course And will soon become licensed in my profession as someone who looks after people who want to do pre-planning. And she's got a podcast. So I'm not sure how she jams it all into her day, but she's doing it. And I thought, hey, that's a great idea. You know, I kind of like the idea of having one. So call me a copycat or whatever, or maybe she's just the catalyst for starting it. But I created my own. I'm kind of an outspoken person as it is anyways. And I found lately that I've been providing content to funeral magazines and other different media sources. Through the pandemic, I was on TV talking about how we were all managing in, in my profession. I've been on radio one with Rita Chelli and we did a big half hour noon episode all about eulogies when people were phoning in and asking questions. And so I guess there's all kinds of topics out there that we, or I can address and chat about, and we'll see what comes from all of this. I certainly do think it's pretty cool. And I have always enjoyed being sort of in the tech world. And this is kind of partly tech and partly media. Heck, I remember when I went off to college, one of the requirements was I had to take a typewriter with me. I can tell you, I didn't know how to type and some of the longer assignments had to get done, got sent home to my dad's secretary who helped get them typed up and back to me. If I had to do something quicker, I would try and get somebody in school to help. And worst case scenario was there was a lot of late nights with coffee and two finger typing. So there wasn't cell phones and there wasn't computers. Well, there was computers, but they weren't readily available to students, that's for sure. And that's only 35 years ago, so I think how fast the world has changed. And I've always sort of, like I say, stayed in, on top of things. I, When computers came out, I got one, and I would use it and try to learn more about programming it. And I do recall probably buying My first computer, well, I got my first computer from my parents in the early 90s when the Commodore computers came out, but they were sort of a cross between a computer and a game station. A lot of my friends were buying, back then there was the Ataris and stuff like that, and everybody had one of those, but not me. I had a Commodore computer, and the games were not nearly as interesting, but it was certainly fun to learn it and... Even back then, I had no idea where it was going to go, but it's pretty fascinating to have been on top of it as it traveled from where it is, where it was to where it is. We didn't have cell phones. If you wanted to communicate with your classmates, you did it in class. And if you wanted to make plans, you made plans during the day to go out somewhere and meet at night. We, we didn't talk on the phone a whole lot, I can remember by the 90s, we had pagers, and all that would do is you could page a a code or a number to somebody, and they could call you back. By the mid-90s, employers started buying cell phones, and then I had access to one. Oddly enough, I would take the company's cell phone at night and use it to transfer the phones to so I could go get snacks. I didn't realize that every phone call I was taking back and forth was probably about two bucks a minute until the boss explained to me one time that how was he getting all these 10 o'clock phone calls on his cell phone when I was supposed to be in charge of being on call. So I had to explain that I would just flip the phones to the cell phone and then make my way out to the 7-Eleven or whatever for snacks. He didn't find that overly appealing, so I kind of slowed down doing that. You know, and then computers did enter into the profession and all professionals and stuff like that. And I just found it was important to stay on top of stuff. So here we are today. You can make your own podcast, publish it, put it out in the world wide web and anyone who wants to can pick it up and listen to it. So I think that's pretty cool. I'm sure once I get going, I'll have more to say or these things will be longer, but it's kind of a job trying to fill 20 or 30 minutes of podcast time most of them are about that length of time some of the ones I listen to are only in the 15 minute range and I'm starting to think until I really have more ideas on where I'm going to go with this I'm not going to be able to hit that 30 minute mark as cool as it might be it's also a matter of finding the time I mean in this day and age you work 40 hours a week you come home you want to have a little bit of Downtime and chill out, and I guess this kind of is that. But I'll get talking with my friends and see what they think of the whole thing. I might have a few of them on. I know I've had some pretty cool discussions with people about the state of affairs in the world, like everybody seems to be short-staffed and what we're doing about that. I belong to the Ottawa Executive Association, so I go to meetings and I meet with all different types of business people, and there's always some topic of relevance coming up. And so probably that'll certainly be food for thought and that'll provide me with content of things to think out loud about. But overall, it also becomes this great archive of ideas or conversations or whatever because we all know this stuff gets housed somewhere out there in a big server and it's there forever and you can keep going back to it and recalling it and everything else. I think it's pretty cool that Spotify and Apple and Google and the different platforms provide this. It's basically free of charge. You can do whatever you want and build up a following. It certainly has turned the ordinary individual into an entrepreneur or turned the ordinary individual into like a broadcaster. And you even got the broadcasters, the big boys like CBC and CTV and Everybody else, I mean, most of their content ends up coming down to a podcast as well. And then they wonder why print media is going out the window. Or they wonder why nobody's watching cable television. I mean, everybody streams stuff. And if you can get stuff for free, why in the heck are you going to pay for it? I've got to be honest with you, too. I, checked, I, I hit the button on here that said there wouldn't be any explicit content. So for now, I got to be a good boy, and it's it's not easy for me to use words like heck, or frig, or anything else, because typically, I'm more of a four-letter word, expletive type person. But in order to keep that content button, uh, on, not explicit, and more people can probably find it that way, I'm probably going to have to continue to watch my words. I'm pretty sure if my employer hears me saying this, they're going to put a content button in my office on my phone and by my desk to see if they can curb my four-letter word habit. Pretty sure that's the first thing that's going to come out of this episode when somebody hears it. They're going to be, hey, you gave us a great idea. And I probably should try and follow that motto a little longer we'll see it's not often easy well I want to thank you for listening and I certainly hope that you stick around or hit the follow button to see what comes up next because I think the only way to be notified that I've actually popped up another episode is to follow the the podcast itself so whether you found us on Spotify or you found this on Apple and yeah, hit the follow button, you'll get a message or you'll get notified or it'll come up in your latest episodes that I've launched another episode. I'm going to try and do it every week, but there's no guarantees. I guess there's supposed to be, but I'm pretty sure there's not. I may even end up doing two in a week, depending if something happens or there's something I just feel I need to think out loud about. And if there's any way of, I think there's a way to give feedback. So... If you're one of my followers, which means you're probably one of my friends because I'm going to share it with them first and see if it goes. Because you know how the theory, they tell two friends, they tell two friends, and they tell two friends. And that's the only way to sort of get the thing to grow. I can post it on social media, but I've never really been one of these people that has thousands of followers on social media. I have it. I use it. It's more of a fun thing for me, like everybody else. I post here and there, but... It's kind of like I want to see everybody else is doing. It's a great way, to, as they say, to creep in on your friends or even look up strangers. So I'll try and get the podcast out that way, but sharing it is probably the, the best way for me to get build up a fan base is if you like it or you just want to share it or whatever, that's awesome. Um, it's not monetized. I don't imagine I could charge for this. Can't imagine what I would do with the three cents I'd probably make anyways. I guess I'd have to wait till I had five because no one takes pennies anymore. Anyways, I'm going to wrap it up. I just want to say thanks very much if you've tuned in to listen. I certainly appreciate you uh, letting me rant in your ear for what's probably going to be 15 minutes for now. And like I say, I'm hoping to build on this and get more interesting podcasts. Pretty sure I'm going to get some people on here to help me build up the fan base. I'm not going to be like Jason and Travis. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get Taylor Swift or anybody really cool on here. Although I did think how that podcast went to number one right after Travis started dating Taylor Swift. I guess he beat me to it. So I'll just have to grow the fan base the natural way. All right, folks, that's it. Thanks very much. We'll hear each other soon.